Today I messed up by accidentally using an innuendo with my dentist again. I am a 32 year old woman who can never go back to my new dentist after two visits because I'm an idiot. My dentist is a very nice, professional man. Our first appointment was going pretty smoothly until he made some innocuous mark about us being strangers. My immediate reply was, oh, you're not a stranger. You've been inside of my mouth for 20 minutes. I did not intend to make an innuendo. His face turned red and he was clearly embarrassed, but he continued on like a true professional and we were both probably relieved when the appointment was over. I had my second dentist appointment today. I actually mentally prepared myself to be a model patient who didn't say anything weird. Thank you very much. He had been working in my mouth for about five minutes when he started to seem really uncomfortable or something. His face was red and he was breathing a little heavier. I was a bit concerned and also confused. Like, how could I have embarrassed him this time? I had hardly spoken. So he keeps working in there and I realize what is happening. My dentist was wearing grape flavored gloves and I had been absentmindedly licking his fingers the whole time. I am never going back. But was I the jerk? I mean, if he's wearing grape flavored gloves, he has to be used to people absentmindedly licking his fingers this entire time. This girl can't be the only one that has done this so far. So I don't really know what he would have expected. I'm guessing that she's probably just missed reading his face being red maybe he was just really focused and his breathing gets heavy because he's focused on doing what he's doing but i mean what do you expect if you're wearing grape flavored gloves in somebody's mouth someone actually said that they looked over their dental folder when they were a kid and it said that they had a strong roaming tongue not sure how i feel about that so apparently the dentist and the people working in the dental office are making notes on what kind of roaming your tongue is doing am i the jerk for getting frustrated with my mom for being in the kitchen at the same time as me i'm an 18 year old female and I have a super repetitive and predictable routine. Every morning at 9.55, I go into the kitchen to pack my lunch for work. Every morning at 9.55, my mom decides she absolutely needs to be in the kitchen as well, emptying the garbage, rearranging stuff in the cupboards, wiping down the counters, whatever. But it's like she waits for me to go make my lunch and then comes in. The kitchen isn't very big, so she's always bumping into me while I'm cutting stuff up or standing in front of cupboards and I need to get into. I've asked her politely a couple of times if she could wait until I'm done. I take 10 minutes max, but she snapped at me for ordering her around in her own house. Yesterday, I was cutting up vegetables and she came in to wash dishes and ended up bumping into me while I was using the knife. I got a small surface level cut on my finger. It honestly wasn't bad, but I was so frustrated with her that I snapped and said, maybe if you didn't insist on being my personal backpack every morning, this wouldn't have happened. My parents are saying I'm the jerk for snapping at her like this, but my sister is siding with me. I feel bad for being rude, but I also think it was partially justified on my end. So am I the jerk? I get why she's frustrated, maybe not to the point that she snapped on her like that, but maybe the mom just thinks of this as spending time together somehow. In some strange way, even if they don't speak, maybe she just sees that as a way that they can bond without bonding. And she's just not verbally acknowledging that. Someone suggested doing a little experiment where the OP would go into the kitchen earlier, like maybe at 9.30 a.m. to pack your lunch. And if she goes out of her way to be there even earlier, then you know that she's trying to get there at the same time. Because maybe this 9.55 thing is also just a really weird coincidence. She actually tried this and it turns out that no matter what time she goes in, the mom follows her in at the same time. Someone suggested because she follows you into the kitchen no matter what time you go in, try to psych her out going at 8.30 when she 
follows you in, tell her she can have the kitchen, and just to let you know when she's done. That way you can go about getting ready for work while waiting for her to finish. A lot of these seem like really complicated solutions for something pretty simple. I think just talking to her and figuring out what's going on would probably be the very first step here. But let me know what you guys would do if this was you and was she the jerk or not. Am I the jerk for kicking out my brother who our parents have previously disowned because he told my now ex-fiance that I cheated nine years ago? For reference, my brother Connor is 19 years old and I'm 26, and my now ex-fiance Hunter is 28 years old. Also, for reference, already mentioned in the title, my brother was kicked out when he was 16 years old because our parents snooped through his phone and found out he was gay. Connor had a birthday last weekend, so he invited his friends over and they were all drinking and playing games. All of his friends were between 18 and 22 years old. Hunter and I were about to head out to let them have the place themselves when Connor asked if we wanted to join them. I initially refused. I'm a bit too old to be playing drinking games, but he insisted and Hunter thought it would be fun to act like college students again. We all got pretty sloshed and Connor had the idea of playing Never Have I Ever. A few rounds in, the statement, never have I ever cheated, came up. Now's a good time to mention that Hunter is staunchly against cheating. His ex-fiancee cheated on him and emotionally wrecked him. And unfortunately, as a lot of dumb, immature 17-year-olds do, I cheated on my boyfriend of five months. It was a stupid mistake. He found out and understandably ended things. That was almost a decade ago. I obviously learned my lesson and looked back at that time with shame and obviously have never cheated since. Well, my brother knows about this, so when I didn't drink, he went, Hey sis, what the hell? You know you cheated on, insert X's name here, you have to drink to that. My boyfriend paused, looked at me, looked at him, and just walked out of the room. I followed him and tried to tell him that it was a stupid teenage mistake, but he wasn't having any of it and ended things on the spot. I am numb. I'm heartbroken. He was my everything and more. And I still don't know how I'm going to move on. Connor tried to apologize, but I feel nothing but sadness and emptiness. This morning, I served him an eviction notice. He begged me to stay and said he didn't mean to ruin my relationship. He just didn't think when he said those words. I just can't look at him right now. He ruined my life. After I raised him and cared for him like he was my own, I feel so hurt. Am I being unreasonable? Am I the jerk? So this is all awful. Obviously, she's upset that her brother betrayed her trust when she didn't want the brother to say this thing about her past. But the strange part here is that if she knew the fiance had this history with cheating and knew that she had blatantly done this type of cheating in the past, even if it was a long time ago, it probably would have helped if it was brought up and at least discussed to show the context of it that she thinks she was a kid at the time or however she phrased it. She was a teenager, I think, and that she's totally different now as opposed to burying it away, which maybe that wasn't the intention, but that's kind of how it came out here. There was actually some points made about the fiance being the jerk in the situation, or at least the biggest jerk of them all, where they say, I get being hurt in the past because of cheating. I know that pain all too well, but he's holding a mistake you made when you were a teenager against you. Assuming you're being honest, you never cheated on him. You've never given any indication that you did, and the relationship was otherwise fulfilling. Breaking off an engagement over something you did a decade ago is overkill. And to add to that, beyond breaking it off in general, I think breaking it off 
off in the moment without actually being able to talk about it or hear what she has to say isn't a very helpful way to deal with it. When it comes to her brother, the OP actually said a little bit more by saying that she knows that her brother wasn't trying to hurt her, but he just doesn't think sometimes that she loves her brother and she wants to forgive him. But every time that she looks at him, she just sees sadness and anger. But really it all boils down to what I said earlier, which is that she knew that he was not going to tolerate any cheating, but yet decided not to bring up this obvious and blatant cheating in the past. So in this case, even if she didn't tell a direct lie, she didn't tell the whole truth, which is still a lie because it's not the truth. And there was another good point too that Hunter, the boyfriend or the ex-fiance here, was probably doubly shocked by the whole situation because number one, he found out that she did cheat in a major way and that number two, she concealed it from him. So it's a double whammy right out the gate. And that's assuming she didn't straight up lie to him about it if she just failed to mention it. This one's a little bit of a complicated situation. So who do you think is the jerk in this situation? The brother, the OP, or the OP's ex-fiance? And what would you do if this was you? Am I the jerk for not telling my wife that I am dying? I'm a 31-year-old male. For the past 15 years, I've been dealing with a medical condition that requires constant medication and consistent doctor's visits. I had always been projected to live until 50 to 60 years old. However, a recent complication has cut that down to 12 months, 16 months at best. In about 10 months, my condition should start getting a lot worse. After 12 months, I'll essentially be living in the hospital. I am married of four years, no kids, and I haven't had the heart to tell my wife the news. I don't even know how. We always knew I'd die younger than I wanted to, but we never expected it to be this soon. As much as I know I should tell my wife, I don't want my last year to be plagued with impending doom. My wife and I have always talked about living abroad somewhere, maybe Australia, but we've never found the time or money to do so. I've been saving up to go to graduate school, however, I don't see much point in that now. So, here's my idea. Take some of that money and take my wife to Australia for a few months and enjoy the time together. I have a job I can work remotely from anywhere, and she has a job she can easily find work anywhere. We can work part-time and enjoy our time together. When we get back, or maybe towards the end of it, I will break the news to her. I just wouldn't want the trip to be ruined for us by constant reminders of me dying. I know my wife, and she's very emotional, to the point where I feel like she will be crying every day and not enjoying herself. I want this memory to be a good one for her and not plagued by my time ticking down. Am I the jerk for putting off telling her that I am dying? Also, side note, I do have life insurance that will take care of her, so I'm not too worried about spending this money now on this trip. And I plan on talking to her about a sperm bank in case she decides she wants my kids in the future, as well as premised birthday cards and other things for her to have. This sounds very sad. And people are very split on this one, probably more split on this one than most of the stories we've ever done. It seems obvious that it's only right to tell his wife, but the way he sees it is he doesn't want to take away that last year of happiness, not only for her, but probably for himself too, because if he knows that she's thinking about him dying constantly, then maybe he won't be able to have the last year of his life the way he wants it to be. But on the flip side, what a horrible way to find out at the last second that your husband knew he was about to die and didn't tell you until it was right about to happen. Also, it seems very strange that she would want to have his kids after she knows he's already dead. I mean, I guess maybe there's somebody out there that would want that, but I feel like most people wouldn't want that option where you're guaranteed not to have the person with you in order to raise those kids. But maybe that's something they've talked about and that's what 
she wants for some reason. But he did make sure to include that part of it in there as well, along with the life insurance aspect of it. I mean, honestly, I feel like if he doesn't tell her, she's probably always going to hold that against him or hold that against the memory of him. Even if that last year is really, really great, I can't imagine that she's just going to be okay with it thinking, oh, well, you didn't tell me because you wanted me to enjoy this last year of his life. This is a pretty tough one, but let me know what you guys would do if you were in this situation and is he the jerk or not for not telling his wife that he is dying? Am I the jerk for being surly, rude, and mean at a wedding and leaving early? I was asked to be a member of the wedding party. Despite this, I was the only person, not only in the wedding party, but also at the ceremony, who wasn't allowed to have a plus one. This was an outdoor wedding with unlimited seating, and these people don't care about the global illness, so it wasn't about that. I was told it was because my relationship wasn't serious enough, despite us being together for a year, that only engaged or married couples were invited. They didn't want to, quote, have to look at some random guy in their pictures, even though he wouldn't have been in any of the post pictures at all. Maybe just in the background of crowd shots. There would have been no conflicts between them and my boyfriend, and he's a nice and mild-mannered guy who gets along with everyone, so I don't think it was about him personally. I get to the ceremony and find out that literally everyone else has a plus one one, not just married couples, but there are couples who have been dating for less time than me. This is when I started feeling surly. I smiled and played my part during the ceremony, but inside I was very surly and angry. We then get to the reception, which had way more people than the ceremony. This is where all the more distant friends were invited, and everyone there had a plus one. I was literally placed at a table as the one single person, and everyone else at the table was a couple. Some at the table were other members of the wedding party, but others were random distant acquaintances. People started asking me where my boyfriend was, and I said I was told he wasn't invited. They asked why, and I said I had no idea why. This is when I started letting my surliness show and started acting rude and mean because I was humiliated. And then I was brought into conversation with the couple's male friend, Dean. I was previously told that Dean has a crush on me and I made it clear I wouldn't be interested even if I were single. Even after that, he kept trying to message me and I ignored him. But now the people who brought me into the conversation with Dean were like standing around staring at us, giggling behind their hands like they thought they were Cupid matchmakers. Dean was absolutely a participant in this. I was meaner to Dean than anyone I've ever been to in my entire life. I was fully as rude as I'd ever wanted to be when being the target of someone's romantic interest unwantedly. It's true. I don't really know if I was being set up, but I was already furious before that happened. Everyone was silent and awkward. I just went back and finished my meal and assumed when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As soon as I was done, I picked up my purse and I left. I went straight to my boyfriend's house, skipping most of the reception, cake cutting, speeches, and everything. I'm now being told by the couple that they're hurt and confused as to why I left so early. I haven't replied, but am I the jerk? The OP really likes the word surly in this one, but I can see why they used it so many times. I actually didn't expect this to be some giant setup for 
her to be hooked up with somebody else. I just thought that maybe they changed their mind on the rules at some point and let everyone else or that they specifically didn't like her for some reason. But it turns out the whole reason they did all of this, this big orchestration was to get this guy Dean to be with her, which makes no sense because she already is with someone. So the fact that they said that they're hurt and confused is even more confusing because clearly they must have known that this was the plan or whoever was the one that was giving on instructions for this wedding because it seems pretty obvious. A lot of people are telling the OP to cut them out of her life and she said she's still so angry about the entire thing. She wished she told them to back off the minute they called her boyfriend some guy that she might not even be with in the future. She says that her relationship is one of the most important things in her life and her boyfriend is precious to her to which somebody responded which I find absolutely hilarious considering they didn't want some random guy in their photos but now when they look back at them later on life they have to look back at photos with some random girl they're not friends with anymore. So if this happened to you you were invited to a wedding they didn't let you bring your significant other all in a big roundabout way to get you to hook up with someone else what would you do and is she the jerk or not?